welcome to episode 166 of Marketing Without the Marketing. Happy that you're here. My name is Michael Bosey. I'll be your host. And I want to continue talking about social strategy. Not the basics, though. Let's go beyond that into what I call social strategy 201. Uh, next level strategies, which is part of this whole sub-series, uh, which is part of a larger series called Content Marketing 201, because let's face it, everyone's doing content marketing now, which means it's tougher to stand out. So we have to up our game, and that's what this series is about. Now, today I want to talk about measurement and iteration, which let's face it, it's a part of any facet of a marketing plan, but I want to focus on social today. Uh, and this all starts with assessment, learning a little bit about your audience. And we talked about that in the last episode, which was about listening, asking, and interacting. In this episode, I want to talk about assessing, measuring, and then iterating based on that. So let's start with assessment. Now, when we're doing any form of content marketing, I like to think of it as we're in a lab doing a scientific experiment. This is what that looks like. One, you're going to introduce the stimulus, right? So that's a blog post, a video, a social post, something that people can respond to. Doesn't mean that they're going to, but it's our responsibility to take the first step and introduce this stimulus. Now, what we want to do is observe and measure the results that we get back on that. We'll get into that much deeper uh, throughout this episode. Once we discover or learn about what that response is, uh, we want to try to assess that. And then if we can, isolate that variable and make an adjustment so that we're trying something new uh, around that controlled variable. It can be very, a very small factor, if you like, but we want to try to control for that as much as we possibly can, and then, of course, start the process again. That's the iteration part of it. We repeat this cycle until we get better and better at it. And really, that's the whole point of assessment, right? What's the point of tracking this? So that we can do something different. Right? Otherwise, all we're doing is putting out a spray of content, and this is a very common fallacy with businesses. Focus on the product, uh, put content out there, uh, and expect people uh, to respond to it. Right. So in other words, if you build it, they will come. And in my experience, that's not going to happen, right? Uh, this is why measurement is incredibly important. We can't just think that our product is really, really good, and that's going to be good enough, right? If it were that easy, then every single company who produced a good product would be successful, and we know that that's not true. And this is what I like about it, right? Because, yes, content marketing is an art, right? There's a creative element to it as well, but it's also a science, right? It, it, we have to be measuring if we're going to be doing good marketing. It's a key part of what we're doing. So let's get into the meat of it. Uh, in, in the measurement aspect of it. And that starts with setting metrics. There are a lot of ways that we measure in marketing. Uh, user interviews, you know, structured conversations uh, uh, with people to get qualitative data, surveys, which, you know, might add a quantitative view to this. We do website analytics, uh, keyword analytics, contact analytics, 
A-B tests, right? So we can get different versions and get a quantitative view again on this. Uh, we do we can do focus groups, uh, customer service audit, usability testing, uh, competitive analysis. I mean, there's so many things that we can do uh, to analyze and try to set metrics uh, so that we know that we're getting somewhere, right? Today, we're going to focus on social analytics, which is you know, looking at how people are talking about you in the social realm and, you know, just as importantly, where they're talking about you. Now, look, this is going to apply, any of this is going to apply to all of your content that you're putting out there. But since we're focused on social, let's keep the lens here for now. So how do we do this? Well, one, we got to pick the tool set that we're going to use to measure. Uh, and there are a ton of third-party tools uh, that you can use. Uh, to measure in social. And look, a lot of them are expensive. Um, you know, you could spend anywhere from $30 a month to over $300 a, a month, which says to me that there's value in knowing this stuff, right? If some of these, uh, these third-party apps and these services cost that much, that shows you that there are some people who are willing to spend that much and that this stuff has value. Um, but look, most businesses that I work with are very small, uh, solo entrepreneurs, three to six person businesses, 10 people. They're not at the point where they're going to be laying down $350 a month for metrics. But thankfully, there's a lot that you can do for free with the analytics that are included right there in the social apps, right? And this, if there's any upside to social apps, uh, you know, th th this is how they entice you, right? With delicious, delicious data. They want you to get engaged with this. So they often offer this for free, right? They'd be kind of dumb not to do that. So it's up to us to take advantage of that. And yes, you can graduate to, you know, using one of these other services uh, like True Social Metrics or uh, a number of others. We don't need to go through them all here, but let's stick to the ones that are right in app. Like, so for instance, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, YouTube, they all have their own analytics that are on board. And I left links in the show notes for you so you can just go right there. Now, I can show you how these work in a walkthrough, a video walkthrough, if you like. I do this for clients sometimes just to get them up and running. Um, but just ask if this is something that's of interest, I'll see what I can do. Maybe I can post it to my Patreon page um, if this would help. But quite honestly, some of these things are fairly easy to, to manage and to use. Uh, obviously, they want wide usage of this, so they make these pretty uh, straightforward and uh, simple. But there are also other ways that we can track results. Like, so for instance, we could use a hashtag uh, Twitter and Instagram in particular, uh, you know, we could, we could create a hashtag and see, uh, uh, how people respond to that. Or we could use a short link, like a, a service like bit.ly left a link in the show notes for you. If you're not up on that, it, this is a free service that will track the number of clicks on, on a particular link. Um, you can build a landing page and only share that landing page link via social so that you, you know, you know, that's where the traffic came from. Literally, you could have your site.com slash Instagram and, and have that be uh, where people arrive from Instagram so that you know, hey, if someone got to that page, it's not in a menu anywhere. Uh, you can't navigate to it from within your site. It has to be from Instagram. Great. That would be really, really good to know. Uh, and there's other ways to do that as well. And things like UTM codes, um, 
you know, designing uh, particular uh, URLs that will track that. And uh, I won't get into that in detail in this episode. But again, let me know if you'd like to know more about that because that's a really cool feature. And again, all this stuff is free and gives you the ability to track what you're doing. Now, in all of this stuff, you know, I tend to be looking for two things. One is your outliers, both high and low, so that you can learn. And two, that you're consistently moving upward, you know, with the different iterations you can do. It's just so that you know it's working, right? So we can be looking at these dashboards, look at this data, but also, you know, just observing what's actually happening in the social realm can help, right? So I think there's a few things that we're looking at uh, that we can just observe in the stream itself. So for instance, comments, right? This is the highest level of interaction you can get because, you know, what you're saying in your posts that people are reacting to is interesting enough to spark a conversation. It takes the most time for someone to formulate a thought and respond to it, good or bad, right? So one metric you could use is the ratio of comments that you get uh, for a post to your overall followers, right? Next would be shares, right? This is sort of medium level engagement because this is generally pretty easy, though worth a lot, right? Like basically if you post something and I'm willing to repost it, in effect, I'm associating myself with you in this post. So in other words, I'm kind of aligning myself with you and that's, you know, that's a, an expense of social capital and worth a lot, right? Sharing like this shows affinity. So this metric is really valuable. Shares are really important. Now, if we were to keep moving down the, the list here, likes would be the next level, right? Because look, that's it's a very low uh, interaction uh, where you just click like on something, whether that's via you know Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Um, I've thought it was interesting. I click like. It's literally the least you can do uh, as far as an activity on a post, but it's still an interaction, so it's worth something. Just don't take this to be too much. You want to see people graduate to, I'll share this, or I'll comment on it. And then the lowest level, and by lowest, I mean almost zero level, is views, right? I mean, look, this is awareness only, and it's worth close to nothing. Now, of course, as I've said over and over on this podcast, you do need awareness as a part of marketing, right? Someone needs to see your post in order to do something with it. But if they've only seen it and it didn't inspire any action whatsoever, it was just a view and nothing else, it's not worthless, but it's pretty close. So these are the few things that I would look at just top level, comments, shares, likes, and views. And again, let's look for the outliers, right? Was there a post that got a lot of engagement? People were commenting on it. Uh, it, it, it spurred a, a great discussion. Awesome. Like, you know, what can you learn from that so you can do that more? Or on the low side, right? Like one that was complete crickets. We got to learn something from that too. Was the timing bad? Was the tone bad? Was, you know, like, what was it that you can isolate in terms of a variable that didn't work, that made this flop, right? That's just as valuable information because you know to avoid that next time. <music> Lastly, let's look at iteration. Simple concept. You've set metrics and you want to look at those metrics objectively. 
And let's go a step further on this, right? If we're able to measure this and start to make some assessments here, one big thing that we want to do at this point is to try to detect, if we can, any burgeoning sub-segments in our audience, right? So is there a group that by their data signature is exhibiting certain uh, characteristics that are similar, right? Because if that's the case, we can start talking to those people in that sub-segment a little bit differently. And this is really valuable, right? So now you're not just standing at the podium talking to anyone. Now you can lean in a little bit and get a little bit more uh, personal, a little bit more intimate, a little bit more like, hey, I think I understand you and where you're coming from and what it is that you need from me. Show up with some empathy. Uh, this will help you build a relationship in a lot deeper fashion and will affect the content that you're producing, right? Like, are you hitting the mark or not? Or are we still missing this? Are we still kind of talking to the crowd uh, at large or are we able to start, uh, uh, you know, honing in on these sub-segments? But the big thing is we want to start making adjustments. We cannot just stick to one plan of attack and keep going with it, right? That's the whole point of this. The question uh, that I say all the time to my students and, and, and to my clients, now that we've learned this, what can we do differently now, right? What can we do to take one variable that we think was the culprit for not hitting the mark what can we do to isolate that variable uh, and now change that one variable? And if we can, and I know this is, you know, when you're dealing with something that is sort of qualitative, it's tough to do this, but how can we control for that variable? And then, again, we introduce that stimulus, adjusted, and observe and collect the results. You start that process over and over again until it works, until you know how to speak to your audience and to get uh, them to pay attention, to respond, and to move closer to them in terms of a relationship, right? As we continue to build trust, build trust, eventually we'll have enough social capital built up with certain members of the audience, a certain sub-segment that we can ask for the sale. And that's where we're looking to go with this. All right, I'll stop there because it's a big topic. I know I've gone long. I wanted to give you an overview and at least a rubric to start thinking about how to apply this uh, to your own social strategy, right? Where you're listening, asking, interacting from last episode, and now starting to assess that, measure it, and then iterate so that you can get better at it. And, uh, you know, let me know what you think of this, what you've tried, uh, something that you've adjusted. It would make me really happy to... Uh, uh, to know that this, this made an impact and that you were actually putting it into practice. That would be awesome. Now, if you need help with this or, you know, you know, want to do a one-on-one -on -one session, uh, and I can do an audit, uh, or, or sort of help you walk through this, um, you know, in a, and actually apply it to your own, uh, social strategy. Let's do that. Just book a session with me at controlmousemedia.com slash strategy. And I would love to do that. It would be a lot of fun. And uh, I mentioned this before, but I have a, a Patreon page at patreon.com slash mbozy, uh, where I do some uh, exclusive videos and walkthroughs and other stuff that's not available on this podcast. I would love it if you would support me, especially for you longtime listeners. Love you guys. And 
you know, all of the, the feedback that you give me, all of the encouragement, it's awesome. It'd be awesome also if you uh, would consider supporting this podcast. I would really appreciate it. Okay, that'll do it for now. And next up, I want to get into what we actually do with this, right? Once we have measured and gotten better at this by iterating, like, what do we do with this? Like, what's the point of this? Uh, And that's about starting to identify uh, those subsegments of your fans, uh, potential influencers who can go big for you, uh, and people who we can nurture into advocates, Um, And that's the thing that can really, really unlock uh, your marketing potential uh, when other people are doing your marketing for you. All right. Thanks again for listening and we'll see you on the next episode.